Corner 3 Podcast, weekly tales of the NBA's hardwood from the suburbs of Cincinnati. Check us out at thecorner3.net. So guys, uh, as we were coming on air, I was going through my Instagram feed, and I found out that it's Jimmy Butler's birthday today. So this is the Improp 2 Corner 3 Jimmy Butler birthday bash. You guys excited? No, because we can't sing happy birthday because it's copywritten. <laughs> you just got to quit for everything, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Somehow. Jesus. So, with that being said, happy birthday to Jimmy Butler. God bless you for this upcoming season. We, s- <laughs> we do love you. You're our no, favorite. Talk, Tim, you're drunk. <laughs> you're our favorite player. And welcome to this week's edition of the Corner 3 Podcast, brought to you by thecorner3.net. Another exciting show, another week. We're coming off the Hall of Fame, which is very fun and exciting. Give it a lot of credit to Alan Iverson for an excellent speech. Tim Daniel here, excited for the show, with none other than our Hoops hype man himself, Alex Derrickson. Would you rather fight one Rajon Rondo-sized horse or 100 horse-sized Rajon Rondos? And our Hoops historian, Sean Mackey. Hey, what's going on? You have to answer the question. I, I, uh, uh, choice number one, please. One Rajon Rondo-sized horse. Yes. That's fair. He's like 6'1", you know. He's going to be a scrappy horse. <laughs> so. Definitely not a maverick. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Oof. I'm going to need you to piss in your way out of that one. Yeah. So, with that being said, this week's show, we're going to have a little bit of fun here. Um, NBA 2K's The Prelude came out last week, so we're going to touch on that and discuss uh, our opening reactions to the game as far as gameplay, what we saw from that we really liked, our face scan stories and how funny they are and how interesting they are, and our journeys for a little bit there. Exciting stuff there, I know. And we're going to get a little emotional here on this week's show. We're going to talk about our favorite NBA moments, stuff that made us love the NBA, as Sean makes a fake crying site. Was that a fake crying thing, or was that like the thing that Prince used to do in his music videos? It was a little bit of both. Okay. (laughs) It's what John Travolta does to his kid in Face Off. (laughs) (laughs) For those watching at home... By listening with their ears, uh, Sean took his hand and went down his face vertical from top to bottom with his fingers <laughs> spread open. <laughs> yes, folks, Sean only wants to see you dancing in the purple rain. So let's go ahead and get to the 2K prelude that came out this week. First off, props to Ronnie 2K and the crew for doing such an awesome job and advertising this game, promoting it, trailers every week, talking about the game modes every week, giving us things to be excited about. Holy moly, expansion mode is going to be cool. Cincinnati is one of the pre-inserted expansion teams, if you guys didn't see, by the way. Ooh. Yeah. It's not the Royals, nice. though, but you can make them the Royals. And um, It wouldn't be the Kentucky Colonels if we brought them to Louisville anyways, so right, what can you exactly. do? exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so the prelude being this year's version of their story mode, which, again, is the coolest single-player mode in sports games right now. Um, the face scanning story was a lot of fun. I know Sean had a lot of trouble, whether he was in his bathroom or he was outside, getting some good enough lighting for that. Uh, my guy ended up being more handsome than me. That was frustrating. Um, also kind of looked like UFC fighter, middleweight champion Michael Bisping a little bit, but had some fun with that. And uh, Alex, like, we didn't really get much of your insight. Did you do a face scan, or were you just like, oh, the hell with it? 
Oh, I, I, I did. I did do a face scan, and at the risk of getting sued a la Gawker, I will just say that mine was like a mix of Sloth and Doc Dogen. <laughs> so, uh, it did not turn out great. It was it loaded, and I just was like, hey, you guys, brother. It was bad. Like, it, it, it loaded... It captured my, I didn't know I had a lazy eye, but apparently it captured my lazy eye really well. Uh, and, like, six hairs of a mustache. <laughs> so it was really, like, when it loaded, I looked at it and went, well, I'm hideous. <laughs> so I just went with the preset face. You know, it, it's funny because, you know, I went ahead and, like you said, I had, I had a lot of problems with it, but not as many problems as I did when I did my first face scan on NBA 2K15. Uh, yeah. And oh, yeah. that was right when I, I first got my PlayStation 4, and they gave me a camera for free as, like, a bundle deal. And I was like, like okay, this is cool. I used it once for the face scan. It mm-hmm. took me an hour and a half to get one that was usable. Um, one made me look just like Beavis from Beavis and Butthead. My, my forehead was just as long and I almost kept it. And then, and then I, yeah. And then I did a, I did a, uh, another one in it and it, it, I had a pretty decent one, but then it imported that face scan into NBA 2K16 and it aged me like five (laughs) or six years. And it put like these big dark circles under my eyes. And I was like, really? So I was I was happy I was able to do it with my phone this year. I, I actually had to do it out in my backyard because like you have to have like tons of sunlight for it to actually work and you have to move your head at a just super super slow pace. I mean you're you're barely barely moving and I'm out there and there's dogs barking at me and squirrels hissing from trees and I'm out there with a cold, my nose is running, trying to get my my face scanned because that that was my goal for the entire day. I hadn't done anything. I was like <laughs> I'm doing this. This is going to happen. I want that. I want a good face scan. I got it. Started playing, played through the prelude. Very fun. So I'm so glad you blocked off your whole day for a face scan. <laughs> I had literally, I was sick the entire weekend. I couldn't do anything, so like that was it. How did you Sarah, stay inside? I'm scanning my face. <laughs> I was gonna say exactly. How did you explain it to your fiance? Like, hey, honey, I'm gonna go scan my face for a video game. This this, this kind of behavior, I think she's just used to at this point. So I was. Yeah. So the the thing that sucked though was I had to keep going out the front door scanning my face and there's neighbors outside on their porches watching me backyard people driving by well wait i i did i ended up going back there later but the front yard so i and then i would have to come back inside go to my playstation and then see if it uploaded correctly and i did that probably 20 times going out the front door scanning my face you know and <laughs> I mean, it was a ridiculous thing. But she didn't even ask me any questions about it. I was really surprised. But eventually I showed it to her and she goes, Well, that looks pretty good. So. <laughs> Babe, do you want to see the fruits of my labor? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, I, it, when it was like, we recommend having a friend scan the, using the back camera. But if you can't, use the front face. Like the app just fully acknowledged, like, you don't have a loved one that's going to help you. Use the front face if you have to. <laughs> I I took matters into my own hands, and I was like, I'm going to use the back camera. I'm going to try it. I think I believe in myself. We're going to do this. 
And I get it. It takes the photos. And I'm like, that looks good. I import. And I've got the prelude up on the TV. And I'm just sitting on my couch. So I kind of go from my phone up and look at the TV. And it's like materializing face scan. Right. It gets 64%. It takes the nose up to the top of the head. Stretches all of the face particles out like horizontally over the top of the head. So it looks like Mike TV getting transmitted to Willy Wonka. And <laughs> it just goes... It, like, stretches the whole top of the face out horizontally, and it just goes, error. (laughs) Yeah, that's what happened to me, too. That's what happened to me, too. You get, like, a million errors before it finally... And I would sit there and watch the face, you know, the little particles go together, and I'm like, I think this is the one. I think it's gonna... That looks like me. That really looks like me. And then my lips would be on my chin twice. (laughs) You know, so... The chin lip they called you in high school. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, guys, lis- listeners, if, if you go through with it, it's going to take you a few tries. Just go very slow, look at all the directions, do it outside. That's, that's the only information I can give you. Good luck. What's you frustrating? Google, I know a lot of people have had really good results, and they've yeah. been posted and shared online and stuff yeah. like that, too. The, the 2K forums is a really good community. Well, that's the thing. Is like, why do we have these difficulties with it? But like uh, Brian Mazik, who we did the fast break with when we previewed NBA 2K, was like perfect. One try and out, perfect. And I'm like, damn sure. it, dude. Like, yeah. Well, and I've always googled stuff where they're like, don't wear glasses, don't have facial hair. Right. And I'm like, oh man, this is a bummer. And that's how I end up with six hairs on my upper lip. Mine, uh, so like, my, since my hair is pretty long in front. It, like, just went into my skin tone on the game. So it looked like I just had a bunch of scars on my forehead. Michael Bisping. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. So, so, to the prelude, I thought it was cool. Like, um, one thing I think is really neat, and this kind of goes back to the old sports video gamer in me, is um, I loved College Troops 2K. I thought it was, like, the best college game besides EA's NCAA football. And... Did a lot of cool things there. I really liked that they were able to get the licensing of these different college schools. Uh, they did announce that these like all-time schools for these teams are going to be in, uh, as DLC into the game, and also in my team, so you can have like a Syracuse, Carmelo, Anthony, and things like that. But yeah. it's, if you looked at like the teams, it was like, hey, do you want to play for an ACC team? North Carolina's not right. there. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, it's cool. I mean, it's definitely worth checking out, especially with it being free. Uh, it's a really nice preview. It it basically takes you from the conception of you create a player through the college career. You play four games. Yeah. Four, maybe five, depending on how you do in the fourth game. Uh, after that, it unlocks a little, like, sixth game for you to do, which we'll, I'm sure we'll get into in a little bit. But uh, what did you think uh, of the college aspect? Because I, I know they're still using it. It's all the same, like, NBA announcers and everything like that. Uh, but as a whole, for me, it was just refreshing to have, like, one sixty fourth of a college basketball game. <laughs> I um, yeah, that was cool. What I really enjoy about that game mode is um, the special commentary strictly for that. Like that, so like there's stuff that Greg Anthony and those guys say in that in that mode that you don't hear in the rest of the game. Um, they talk sure. about and they, they build a really good story. They make it like a movie interaction, and I thought that was neat there. Um, so I thought the college atmosphere was fun, especially like you're seeing in the dorm room. You see like snippets where he's like in a classroom and he's got to work on this project with partners. And uh, you see him in your dorm with your teammates just playing basketball and having the conversation with your teammate of like, every time I get the ball, I'm going to pass it to you and you're going to score. We know you're going pro next year. Just stuff like that. So it kind of takes you 
in a roundabout way into the mind of a college basketball player. Uh, basically, it's like taking you into being on blue chips. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I think that there's the the career mode and, and things like that are so hard to nail. I think in a lot of sports games because you get something that's really, really deep and a really deep like leveling system, like what MLB has on, on PS4 with the show and everything. But then when you get to it, you realize, oh, this is a 162 game season, and I'm on the Astros for the first eight years. Like this, <laughs> it, it's not really like what you want to do ideally and with uh with what i think the prelude does and what 2k17 does and what what the team over at 2k does with the franchise mode and the career mode rather is they kind of give you that those cut scenes and i kind of create i create that create that story and it has this weird like to me it, it harkened back to like tony hawk underground mm-hmm. uh where you kind of don't really relate to your guy, but you do because he looks like you. <laughs> but yeah. it's... I, I really think that they did a good job taking like what Spike Lee left with with uh, 2K16, dismantling it and kind of rebuilding it to a much more like universal setting. You're not tailored down to one specific storyline. You're just kind of free to make your own decisions and things like that. But I really want a really deep... I think 2K is so close, but, like, being able to pick conversations, being able to pick responses, being able to, like, what I've always wanted, and I've talked about this for a long time, is say your player does get invited to play in the Olympics, you could, like, play with these players, develop relationships with them, you kind of develop allies, you develop rivals, and if you have allies, it may be able to help you, like, lure a player to your team through free agency. I I think that's one aspect that I really feel like a basketball career mode is really missing, is is the player interaction with the other players to kind of, like, help build your roster and stuff like that. But I understand you're more about playing as the individual since the leveling up. But I think there's a lot of depth there. Uh, I I really liked what I saw from it when I played from it. Uh, yeah, I thought that was neat too. I thought like the whole idea of like building a cast, like Michael B. Jordan's in this, and I thought that was really neat. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought the opening video was cool with Michael B. Jordan and Kobe there talking and kind of like introducing you to the game and like bringing up like all the classic moments and they bring up Kobe's air balls sure. in this like rookie year and it's like, well, that's funny. That's really cool. Like get you into it. Um. Sean, from what it sounds like, it seems like you might have been able to play the most of it. So, without spoiling it for people who haven't played it yet, kind of go through what you really liked the whole game mode as far as the prelude. Well, it, it's interesting, you know, just like the last the you know last year's game was seeing your face strapped on a CGI character and some weird voice coming out of your mouth with like this strange like kind of like drawn out, like, your, like, the facial expressions and stuff, some of them were just so funny, you know, uh, I mean, they're not gonna get that, I, I mean, if, if we could have had this game when we were kids, we would have lost our minds. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, and I always think back, of, you know, because <clears throat> we all grew up playing video games, we were that generation, so, you know, and I started playing basketball games with NBA Jam and NBA Live 95. So to go from that to what we have now is absolutely incredible. And That's I'm, extraordinary. I'm, it's uh, Yeah, it is. And I, I, I never – every time I, I buy a new one every year, I, I sit there and think to, back to myself, you know, you know, the Super Nintendo ones that I went out and bought every year and then the PlayStation and 
just in a you know before our show, I was talking to you guys how how awesome I thought NBA Live '98 was with Tim Hardaway on the front, and I just thought that game was incredible. I, yeah. I didn't think we could ever get anything better than that, and I mean the right. stuff that we have now is just off the charts amazing. But um, going back to the game, uh, you know, you scan your face. You know, I really liked you were able to pick some colleges this time. Um, you know, I, I, I had to pick Louisville, <laughs> so like. <laughs> so did I. I, I went ahead. I, I took. I, I I bit the bullet and I picked Louisville, and uh, um, uh, it was fun. I, I was able to make it through all of the challenges and get to. Uh, in in the prelude, you can you can play at least three games, I believe, and then you can make it to a fourth and fifth game. Fifth game is the championship. However, I, I will go ahead and spoil this for you. When you win the college championship, um, no one stands up or anything. So, <laughs> so, it's, uh, so that, that, that is something I do want to bring up. Uh, because, and if you guys want, if you, if you want fucking proof for anyone listening, I will upload the goddamn clip cause I saved it. I actually won the college championship with a last second half court shot. No. Nice. Yes. And it was awesome. And I peed out of the back of my jeans a little and it was really cool. And you celebrate the dude, like he almost like Tebow's at half court and the teammates are like, yeah, run around him. But it's just a cutscene. It's just like any other like celebratory last second shot scene and then it just is like exit yeah and it's yeah. so like the for such like a moment especially even for the brief like two hours you commit to to playing the prelude and everything it's so like non-cathartic and so anticlimactic like you yeah. want to see the the ladder and the nets come down and the, like that celebratory scene and you don't get that you don't we, get one shining moment yeah we can't we can't nitpick that though. It was a free demo that was actually really entertaining. So, but yeah, I guess we can. <laughs> you give me that look. <laughs> well, like, um, I mean, especially like you know, you mentioned that like in a game that for a few years I don't know if they still do or not because I never got to play the championship in franchise mode last year. In a game that literally had a scan for Barack Obama to the White House ceremony, that is the finale we get. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, yes. Like, it's it's frustrating because it just leaves you going like, oh, like you could have fixed that. Right. Like that's the problem <laughs> that's been here since like two K fifteen. It'll just be like last second shot, cut like replay, cut, exit, menu. Fuck you. And it's like, no, like where is the like if this is a career mode, let me see all the, the highs of the career, please. Did um does the commentary respond to that? Because if you remember like when you hit those shots in franchise mode, like you can hear Kevin Harlan like, oh, man, he hit her half-court yeah. shot. Yeah, it, it has those. But then if you go into the share mode, the, the audio isn't there. I'll, uh, for some reason, I think the same thing happened with 2K14 yeah. when the PS launched. None of the replays had audio, which was just bizarre. But, uh, yeah, I mean, gameplay-wise, I really didn't sense a difference. I, I know they've made minor tweaks here and there with... Uh, in terms of the actual gameplay, I remember when the PS4 one launched, I gave Sean a heads up that the ball is its own physics-based object. Uh, <laughs> that was that was a really bizarre thing to kind of, like, adjust to. But this year, I, I know they've adjusted the passing controls a little. Uh, shooting's pretty much... The, the, the shot meter is different, and you can see your hot zones. Uh, I don't know if that's something that was in 2K16 or not, uh, yeah. but... 
Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of like minor tweaks because at this point, not only are they the only basketball game in the market, they are consistently the best. Uh, and I mean, to the point where they ran the other game out of town. And <laughs> because I mean, there's no exclusive licensing. Like EA could make one, they just choose to make shitty ones. Yeah, but with it's, with what? It's insane. I just... I know I, I don't understand how a, a franchise that was as storied as NBA Live, which is which is you know one of my favorite video game series of all times, right. which which Alex was you know he was the one who ended up dragging me away to 2K after because I, I always I, I always was like no that's the garbage Sega thing I don't want to play that and then one day I saw him playing a copy of it and I was like oh my god this is yeah, so it was much a PlayStation better copy too. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I was. Yeah, and um, I mean, it was. It was. Do you remember the game that came out for? um, I believe it was for PlayStation Three. It was just called NBA O Eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, See, it was nine eight nine. Yeah, it was the former nine eight nine guys. They 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 did it. Yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, I remember I I rented that because uh, you know I, when I was working at, at GameStop and uh, I, I took the, I checked it out for a, a night and that was a two copy wasn't it? It it was and this is yeah, what because I heard Joe was white. <laughs> that that was what I was gonna get at. Yeah, he was a uh, he was a white blonde guy. Um, they they didn't even try to to make his ponytail or anything. And then I was like, well, I'll try two K. You know, I'll take the 2K game, and and Noah was Noah, and the play was better even on PlayStation 2. And then, you know, we went ahead and got the Xbox 360, and then of course moved exclusively to Sony, which I plan to stay with for the rest of my life, as long as they're making systems. Oh but, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, but you know, it's funny. Like I, I'm, I'm really glad the Prelude came out this last week because I've been doing a franchise or a le- my league with that crazy historical roster that I put together with the Minnesota Timberwolves with uh, MVP Kevin Garnett, Latrell Sprewell, Carl yeah. Anthony Towns. Really fun team to play with. Um, I just want to let you know how that turned out. Uh, we won the title against um, against the Bucks. Oh. Uh, that 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 those were the two best teams. So the Bucks are the best. I mean, obviously, Kareem. Right. Um, but uh, the thing that was the, the thing that made it really interesting after was after the season ended and I went into free agency. Um, all of those contracts, everybody had so many contracts they couldn't sign any max deals. Correct. So so there was there was very few teams that had any cap space at all. So. <clears throat> Like left on uh, on the uh, the free agent island uh, were Yao Ming, Tracy mm-hmm. McGrady, um, like Houston Rockets Tracy McGrady, uh, Lakers Shaquille O'Neal. Um, I mean Paul Pierce from Heyday from the Celtics. I mean it, the list went on and on, and I couldn't sign any of them as I ended up because I, I I was going through team by team trying to find. I was like, who's yeah. going to sign these guys? Who's going to sign them? And I started offering them all one year, like, you know, $5 million deals. And they were like, I'm insulted by this. I'm insulted by this. I don't want right. to sign with your, your team. And then Tracy McGrady goes and signs a one year, $547,000 deal with some stupid team. And I'm like, wait a minute. I offered you Had $5 the million. Started? No. Yes. Yes. The season did start. Okay, but so there, 
I was going to say, we can get real in the weeds uh, on 2K season exploits if you want. You know me. <laughs> well, You've seen the well, shit that I pull. I know, I know, I know. I, I've learned all, all of my tricks from you. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I get in there, and I, I even after the season starts, I was still unable to sign any players. And Shaq somehow, I, Memphis magically cleared some cap space. I have no idea how. I think the game was just lying to me. And they signed him to a max deal. So Shaq ended up on Memphis. And I was like, "All right, I'm done. I'm going to play this other game." <laughs> like that was it. Like I was like, I was "Like no, nah." Because nah. it's funny because it was it, it like Shaq was coming up on his contract, and it was funny because like every other like superstar except for like McGrady and him were like, "Nah, I'm signing with my old team. I'm loyal." But like Shaq and Shaq, he's like, "Nah, I'm going someplace else." <laughs> so Memphis. You know, that's that's how my that's how NBA two K. Yeah, sixteen retired in my in my eyes. Jack went to Memphis. Yeah. And I gave up. Well, I, I told you how I ended mine, and, and Tim, I'll fill you in on this. I don't think I let you know. I did the uh, Sean's crazy magic uh, roster. Yeah, I it's did fun. His crazy store. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. It's especially awesome when you trade almost your entire roster for second round draft picks in the draft to clear up the cap space to sign LeBron James <laughs> along with Shaq and Penny Hardaway. <laughs> and. And, nice. and, and I also landed the number one pick in the draft, so I got Ben Simmons, too. Uh, long story short, this ended on the last season that I actually played it. The team went 78-4 and and went 16-0 and in the playoffs. So I just went, you know what? We're just going to shut this thing down because I can't do any better. That's right. You can literally right. not do any better than that right now. Right. Oh, you so, are. I mean, I, I was able to free free up the 40 gigs on the system. Right. I still have my free copy courtesy of PlayStation Plus. Yep. So if I, I, I can always go back to it. But, ugh, yeah, it just stops being fun. Do you uh, remember, like... The Prelude, download it. Do you remember, like, how stupid franchise mode used to be with that? Not, like, as far as gameplay or anything, but, like, trades that would happen. Like, Kobe Bryant traded to the Phoenix Suns. You're like, that's dumb. Why would that happen? And you're like, you see the deal, and it's like, for Rajah Bell, and you're like, no... No. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's the crazy thing, especially given like how bizarre the uh, trade system is in the old 2K games for the Dreamcast and everything. Because uh, I actually fired up 2K1 uh, maybe nice. two or three months ago, and I was like, "Let me try and rebuild this Bulls team into something good." And fuck, I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember the, don't remember the trade, but it somehow involved Ron Mercer, and I got Dirk, and it just like didn't make any sense. But the team got real good, and I think I may have ended up with Patrick Ewing accidentally. I'm not 100 percent sure, uh, but yeah, like the the 2K trade systems evolved a lot, especially like the deeper it's gotten with the with the picks, the leveling team interest, and things like that. But for for those listening, whoever want to know how to clear a lot of cap space trade anyone you do not want to keep for second round draft picks during the draft because every team will always bite on the trade always that is the that is the biggest salary dump exploit on the game always yep and it works and it's worked since i've been playing since 2k7 yeah, or actually, since well, it's, I mean, yeah, because I mean, two K, two K one, it doesn't count. But yeah, but I mean, you think about it though. I mean, in the if, modern if era, a, if if a team was really gonna like start dumping off, say say the Nets were gonna start, you know, dropping off players like you know, like Jeremy Lin, they were gonna give him away for a second round pick, and he had ten million dollars. People are gonna make that deal. Yeah. So I mean, it it is realistic, but it it's it's funny like when we do our crazy trade exploit, you know, just to you know. <laughs> Run yeah. that one through, you know? 
Yeah, they 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 fixed a lot of it in 2K11 because 2K10 was the last like real crazy year you could pull shit off because we had there was a chain of command that you would do to uh, for the Bulls to take <laughs> yes, Heinrich and Tyrus yeah. Thomas. You you would take Kirk Heinrich and Tyrus Thomas and you could trade them to the Raptors for Bosch and then trade Bosch to the Suns for Amari. And that yes. Stoudemire was like way overpowered in the game too. So like you could just incrementally like do like, oh, I made this crazy stupid trade, so I could do this one other stupid trade to get this guy for this guy. And yeah. they really fixed the shit out of that the following year. My favorite was always the uh, the exploit where when a player would wave his no trade clause or what. So guys, uh, as we were coming on air, I was going through my Instagram feed. And I found out that it's Jimmy Butler's birthday today. So this is the Unprop 2 Corner 3 Jimmy Butler birthday bash. You guys excited? No, because we can't sing happy birthday because it's copywritten. (laughs) (laughs) You just got to quit for everything, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Somehow. So, with that being said, happy birthday to Jimmy Butler. God bless you for this upcoming season. We... (laughs) We do love you. You're no, our favorite. Damn, you're drunk. <laughs> you're our favorite player. And welcome to this week's edition of the Corner Three Podcast, brought to you by thecorner3.net. Another exciting show. Another week. We're coming off the Hall of Fame, which is very fun and exciting. Give it a lot of credit to Alan Iverson for an excellent speech. Tim Daniel here, excited for the show with none other than our hoops hype man himself, Alex Derrickson. Would you rather fight one Rajon Rondo-sized horse or one hundred horse-sized Rajon Rondos? <laughs> And our Hoops historian, Sean Mackey. Hey, what's going on? You have to answer the question. I, I, uh, uh, choice number one, please. One Rajon Rondo-sized horse. Yes. That's fair. He's like 6'1", you know. He's going to be a scrappy horse. <laughs> so. Definitely not a maverick. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Oof. I'm going to need you to piss in your way out of that one. Yeah. So, with that being said, this week's show, we're going to have a little bit of fun here. Um, NBA 2K's The Prelude came out last week, so we're going to touch on that and discuss uh, our opening reactions to the game as far as gameplay, what we saw from that we really liked, our face scan stories and how funny they are and how interesting they are, and our journeys for a little bit there. Exciting stuff there, I know. And we're going to get a little emotional here on this week's show. We're going to talk about our favorite NBA moments, stuff that made us love the NBA, as Sean makes a fake crying site. Was that a fake crying thing, or was that like the thing that Prince used to do in his music videos? It was a little bit of both. Okay. <laughs> it's what John Travolta does to his kid in Face Off. <laughs> <laughs> For those watching at home... By listening with their ears, uh, Sean took his hand and went down his face vertical from top to bottom with his fingers <laughs> spread open. <laughs> yes, folks, Sean only wants to see you dancing in the purple rain. So let's go ahead and get to the 2K prelude that came out this week. First off, props to Ronnie 2K and the crew for doing such an awesome job and advertising this game, promoting it, trailers every week, talking about the game modes every week, giving us things to be excited about. Holy moly, expansion mode is going to be cool. Cincinnati is one of the pre-inserted expansion teams, if you guys didn't see, by the way. Ooh. Yeah. It's not the Royals, nice. though, but you can make them the Royals. And um, It wouldn't be the Kentucky Colonels if we brought them to Louisville anyway, so right, what can you exactly. do? Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
And then, uh, so the prelude being this year's version of their story mode, which again is the coolest single player mode in sports games right now. Um, the face game story was a lot of fun. I know Sean had a lot of trouble, whether he was in his bathroom or he was outside getting some good enough lighting for that. Uh, my guy ended up being more handsome than me. That was frustrating. Um, also kind of looked like UFC fighter, middleweight champion, Michael Bisping a little bit, but had some fun with that. And uh, Alex, like, we didn't really get much of your insight. Did you do a face scan, or were you just like, oh, the hell with it? Oh, I, I, I did. I did do a face scan. And at the risk of getting sued a la Gawker, I will just say that mine was like a mix of Sloth and Doc Dogan. <laughs> so uh, it did not turn out great. It was it loaded, and I just was like, hey, you guys, brother. <laughs> it was bad. Like, it, it, it loaded... It captured my, I didn't know I had a lazy eye, but apparently it captured my lazy eye really well. Uh, and, like, six hairs of a mustache. <laughs> so, it was really, like, when it loaded, I looked at it and went, well, I'm hideous. <laughs> so, I just went with a preset face. You know, it, it's funny because, you know, I went ahead and, like you said, I had, I had a lot of problems with it, but not as many problems as I did when I did my first face scan on NBA 2K15. Uh, yeah. And oh, yeah. it was right when I first got my PlayStation 4, and they gave me a camera for free as, like, a bundle deal, and I was like, like okay, this is cool. I used it once for the face scan. It mm-hmm. took me an hour and a half to get one that was usable. Um, one made me look just like Beavis from Beavis and Butthead. My, my forehead was just as long and I almost kept it. And then, and then I, yeah. And then I did a, I did a, uh, another one in it and it, it, I had a pretty decent one, but then it imported that face scan into NBA 2K16 and it aged me like five (laughs) or six years. And it put like these big dark circles under my eyes. And I was like, really? So I was I was happy I was able to do it with my phone this year. I, I actually had to do it out in my backyard because like you have to have like tons of sunlight for it to actually work and you have to move your head at a just super super slow pace. I mean you're you're barely barely moving and I'm out there and there's dogs barking at me and squirrels hissing from trees and I'm out there with a cold, my nose is running, trying to get my my face scanned because that that was my goal for the entire day. I hadn't done anything. I was like <laughs> I'm doing this. This is gonna happen. I want that. I want a good face scan. I got it. Started playing, played through the prelude. Very fun. So I'm so glad you blocked off your whole day for a face scan. <laughs> I had literally, I was sick the entire weekend. I couldn't do anything, so like that was it. How did you Sarah, stay inside? I'm scanning my face. I was gonna say exactly. How did you explain it to your fiance? Like, hey, honey, I'm gonna go scan my face for a video game. This this kind of behavior, I think she's just used to at this point. So I was. Yeah. So the the thing that sucked though was I had to keep going out the front door scanning my face and there's neighbors outside on their porches watching me backyard people driving by well wait i i did i ended up going back there later but the front yard so i and then i would have to come back inside go to my playstation and then see if it uploaded correctly and i did that probably 20 times going out the front door scanning my face you know and <laughs> I mean, it was a ridiculous thing, but she didn't even ask me any questions about it. I was really surprised, but eventually I showed it to her. She goes, well, that looks pretty good. So, 
<laughs> Babe, do you want to see the fruits of my labor? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, I, it, when it was like, we recommend having a friend scan the, you, using the back camera, but if you can't, use the front face. Like, the app just fully acknowledged, like, you don't have a loved one that's going to help you. Use the front face if you have to. <laughs> I I took matters into my own hands, and I was like, I'm going to use the back camera. I'm going to try it. I think I believe in myself. We, we're going to do this. And I get it. It takes the photos. And I'm like, that looks good. I import. And I've got the prelude up on the TV. And I'm just sitting on my couch. So I kind of go from my phone up and look at the TV. And it's like materializing face scan. Right. It gets 64%. It takes the nose up to the top of the head. Stretches all of the face particles out like horizontally over the top of the head. So it looks like Mike TV getting transmitted to Willy Wonka. And it just goes... It, like, stretches the whole top of the face out horizontally, and it just goes, error. (laughs) Yeah, that's what happened to me, too. That's what happened to me, too. You get, like, a million errors before it finally... And I would sit there and watch the face, you know, the little particles go together, and I'm like, I think this is the one. I think it's gonna... That looks like me. That really looks like me. And then my lips would be on my chin twice. (laughs) You know, so... it was chin lip they called you in high school. Yeah, I mean, it's it. You know, guys, lis- listeners, if if you go through with it, it's gonna take you a few tries. Just go very slow. Look at all the directions. Do it outside. That's that's the only information I can give you. Good luck. What's you frustrating? Guys, I know a lot of people have had really good results, and they've yeah. been posted and shared online and stuff yeah. like that too. The two K forums is a really good community. Well, that's the thing. Is like, why do we have these difficulties with it? But like uh, Brian Mazik, who we did the fast break with when we previewed NBA 2K, was like perfect. One try in, out, perfect. And I'm like, damn sure. it, dude. Like, yeah. Well, and I've always googled stuff where they're like, don't wear glasses, don't have facial hair. Right. And I'm like, oh man, this is a bummer. And that's how I end up with six hairs on my upper lip. Mine, uh, so like, my, since my hair is pretty long in front. It, like, just went into my skin tone on the game. So it looked like I just had a bunch of scars on my forehead. Michael Bisping. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. So, so to the prelude, I thought what was cool. Like, um, one thing I think is really neat, and this kind of goes back to the old sports video gamer in me, is um, I loved College Hoops 2K. I thought that was, like, the best college game besides EA's NCAA football. And did a lot of cool things there. I really liked that they were able to get the licensing of these different college schools uh, they did announce that these like all-time schools for these teams are going to be in, uh, as DLC into the game, and also in my team, so you can have like a Syracuse, Carmelo, Anthony, and things like that. But yeah. it's, if you looked at like the teams, it was like, hey, do you want to play for an ACC team? North Carolina's not right. there. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh, it's cool. I mean, it's definitely worth checking out, especially with it being free. Uh, it's a really nice preview. It it basically takes you from the conception of you create a player through the college career. You play four games. Yeah. Four, maybe five, depending on how you do in the fourth game. Uh, after that, it unlocks a little, like, sixth game for you to do, which we'll, I'm sure we'll get into in a little bit. But uh, what did you think uh, of the college aspect? Because I, I know they're still using it. It's all the same, like, NBA announcers and everything like that. Uh, but as a whole, for me, it was just refreshing to have, like, one sixty fourth of a college basketball game. <laughs> I um, yeah, that was cool. What I really enjoy about that game mode is um, the special commentary strictly for that. 
Like that. So like, there's stuff that Greg Anthony and those guys say in that in that mode that you don't hear in the rest of the game. Uh, they talk sure. about and they, they build a really good story. They make it like a movie interaction, and I thought that was neat there. Um, so I thought the college atmosphere was fun, especially like you're seeing in the dorm room. You see like snippets where he's like in a classroom and he's got to work on this project with partners. And uh, you see him in your dorm playing your teammates, just playing basketball and having the conversation with your teammate of like, every time I get the ball, I'm going to pass it to you and you're going to score. We know you're going pro next year. Just stuff like that. So it kind of takes you in a roundabout way into the mind of a college basketball player. Uh, basically, it's like taking you into being on blue chips. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I think that there's the the career mode and, and things like that are so hard to nail. I think in a lot of sports games because you get something that's really, really deep, a really deep like leveling system, like what MLB has on, on PS4 with the show and everything. But then when you get to it, you realize, oh, this is a 162 game season, and I'm on the Astros for the first eight years. Like this, <laughs> it, it's not really like what you want to do ideally and with uh with what i think the prelude does and what 2k17 does and what what the team over at 2k does with the franchise mode and the career mode rather is they kind of give you that those cut scenes and i kind of create i create that create that story and it has this weird like to me it, it harkened back to like tony hawk underground mm-hmm. uh where you kind of don't really relate to your guy, but you do because he looks like you. <laughs> but yeah. it's... I, I really think that they did a good job taking like what Spike Lee left with with uh, 2K16, dismantling it and kind of rebuilding it to a much more like universal setting. You're not tailored down to one specific storyline. You're just kind of free to make your own decisions and things like that. But I really want a really deep... I think 2K is so close, but, like, being able to pick conversations, being able to pick responses, being able to, like, what I've always wanted, and I've talked about this for a long time, is say your player does get invited to play in the Olympics, you could, like, play with these players, develop relationships with them, you kind of develop allies, you develop rivals, and if you have allies, it may be able to help you, like, lure a player to your team through free agency. I I think that's one aspect that I really feel like a basketball career mode is really missing, is is the player interaction with the other players to kind of, like, help build your roster and stuff like that. But I understand you're more about playing as the individual, so it's the leveling up. But I think there's a lot of depth there. Uh, I, I really liked what I saw from it, what I played from it. Uh, yeah, I thought that was neat, too. I thought, like, the whole idea of, like, building a cast, like, Michael B. Jordan's in this, and I thought that was really neat. Right, yeah. Um, I thought the opening video was cool with Michael B. Jordan and Kobe there talking and kind of, like, introducing you to the game and, like, bringing up, like, all the classic moments, and they bring up Kobe's air balls sure. in his, like, rookie year, and it's like, well, that's funny. That's really cool Like get you into it. Um... Sean, for what it sounds like, it seems like you might have been able to play the most of it. So, without spoiling it for people who haven't played it yet, kind of go through what you really liked through the whole game mode as far as the prelude. Well, it, it's interesting, you know, just like the last the you know last year's game was seeing your face strapped on a CGI character and some weird voice coming out of your mouth with like this strange like kind of like drawn out, like, your, like, the facial expressions and stuff, some of them were just so funny, you know, uh, I mean, they're not gonna get that, I mean, I mean if, if we could have had this game when we were kids, we would have lost our minds. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, and I always 
think back at, you know, because <clears throat> we all grew up playing video games. We were that generation. So, you know, and I started playing basketball games with NBA Jam and NBA Live 95. So to go from that to what we have now is absolutely incredible. And That's I'm extraordinary. I'm, <clears throat> it's uh, yeah, it is. And I, I, I never, every time I, I buy a new one every year, I, I sit there and think to, back to myself, you know, you know, the super Nintendo ones that I went out and bought every year and then the PlayStation and just uh, in a, you know, before our show, I was talking to you guys, how, how awesome I thought NBA live 98 was with mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway on the front. And I just thought that game was incredible. I, yeah. I didn't think we could ever get anything better than that. And I mean, the right. stuff that we have now is just off the charts. Amazing. But, um, Going back to the game, uh, you know, you scanned your face. You know, I really liked you were able to pick some colleges this time. Um, you know, I, I, I had to pick Louisville. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so did I. I, I went ahead, I, I took, I, I, I bit the bullet and I picked Louisville and um, uh, it was fun. I, I was able to make it through all of the challenges and get to, uh, in, in the prelude, you can, you can play at least three games, I believe, and then you can make it to a fourth and fifth game. Fifth game is the championship. However, I, I will go ahead and spoil this for you. When you win the college championship, um, no one stands up or anything. So, <laughs> so, it's, uh, so here, that 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 is something I do want to bring up uh, because, and if you guys want, if you if you want fucking proof for anyone listening, I will upload the goddamn clip because I saved it. I actually won the college championship with a last second half court shot. No. Nice. Yes. And it was awesome, and I peed out of the back of my jeans a little, and it was really cool, and you celebrate the dude, like, he almost, like, Tebow's at half court, and the teammates are like, yeah, rolling around him, but it's just a cutscene, it's just like any other, like, celebratory last second shot scene, and then it just is like, exit. (laughs) Yeah. And it's so, like, the... For such like a moment, especially even for the brief like two hours you commit to to playing the prelude and everything, it's so like non cathartic and so anticlimactic. Like you yeah. want to see the the ladder and the nets come down and the, like that celebratory scene, and you don't get that. You don't get we, one we shining moment. Yeah, we can't we can't nitpick that though. It was a free demo that was actually really entertaining. So, but yeah, I guess we can. <laughs> you give me that look. Well, like um. <laughs> I mean, especially, like, you know, you mentioned that, like, in a game that for a few years, I don't know if they still do or not, because I never got to play the championship in franchise mode last year, in a game that literally had a scan for Barack Obama to the White House ceremony, that is the finale we get. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, yes. Like, it's, it's frustrating, because it just leaves you going, like, oh, like, you could have fixed that. Right. Like, that's the problem <laughs> that's been here since, like, 2K15. It'll just be like, last second shot, cut, like, replay, cut, exit, menu. Fuck you. And it's like, no, like, where is the, like, if this is a career mode, let me see all the, the highs of the career, please. Did, um, does the commentary respond to that? Because if you remember, like, when you hit those shots in franchise mode, like, you can hear Kevin Harlan, like, oh, man, he hit her half-court yeah. shot. Yeah, it has those, but then if you go into the share mode, the the audio isn't there. I'll uh, for some reason I think the same thing happened with two K fourteen when the PS launched. None of the replays had audio, which was just bizarre. But uh, yeah, I mean, gameplay wise, I really didn't sense a difference. I I know they've made minor tweaks here and there with uh, 
in terms of the actual gameplay, I remember when the PS4 one launched, I gave Sean a heads up that the ball is its own physics-based object. Uh, <laughs> that was that was a really bizarre thing to kind of like adjust to. But this year, I, I know they've adjusted the passing controls a little. Uh, shooting's pretty much the, the the shot meter is different, and you can see your hot zones. Uh, I don't know if that's something that was in 2K16 or not, uh, yeah. but. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of, like, minor tweaks, because at this point, not only are they the only basketball game in the market, they are consistently the best. Uh, and, I mean, to the point where they ran the other game out of town. And it, <laughs> Because, I mean, there's no exclusive licensing. Like, EA could make one, they just choose to make shitty ones. Yeah. But, with, it's, with it's, what... It's insane. I, just, I know, I, I don't understand how a, a franchise that was as storied as NBA Live, which is which is... You know, one of my favorite video game series of all times, right. which which Alex was, you know, he was the one who ended up dragging me away to 2K after because I, I always I, I always was like, no, that's the garbage Sega thing. I don't want to play that. And then one day I saw him playing a copy of it and I was like, oh, my God, this is yeah, so much better. Copy too. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I was. Yeah. And um I mean, it was it was. Do you remember the game that came out for? Um, I believe it was for PlayStation Three. It was just called NBA '08. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, See, it was nine eight Yeah, it was yeah. the former nine eight nine guys. Uh, they <laughs> they they did it. Former, yeah, it was and, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. I remember I I rented that because uh, you know I, when I was working at, at GameStop and uh, I, I took the, I checked it out. For a, a night, and that was a happy, wasn't it? It it was, and this is yeah, what because I remember it, Joe Kimbrough was white. <laughs> that that was what I was gonna get at. Yeah, he was a uh, he was a white blonde guy. Um, they they didn't even try to to make his ponytail or anything. And then I was like, well, I'll try two K. You know, I'll take the two K game, and and Noah was Noah, and the play was better even on PlayStation Two. And then you know we went ahead and got the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, and then of course moved exclusively to Sony, which I plan to stay with for the rest of my life, as long as they're making systems. But, oh yeah, uh, I mean, uh, but you know, it's funny. Like I, I'm, I'm really glad the Prelude came out this last week because I've been doing a franchise or a le- my league with that crazy historical roster that I put together with the Minnesota Timberwolves with uh, MVP. Kevin Garnett, Latrell Sprewell, Carl Anthony yeah. Towns. Really fun team to play with. Um, I just want to let you know how that turned out. Uh, we won the title against um, against the Bucks. Oh, uh, that 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 those were the two best teams. So the Bucks are the best. I mean, obviously, Kareem. Right. Um, but uh, the thing that was the thing that made it really interesting after was after the season ended and I went into free agency. Um, all of those contracts, everybody had so many contracts they couldn't sign any max deals. Correct. So, so there was there was very few teams that had any cap space at all. So, <clears throat> like left on uh, on the uh, the free agent island uh, were Yao Ming, Tracy mm-hmm. McGrady, um, like Houston Rockets Tracy McGrady, uh, Lakers Shaquille O'Neal. Um, I mean Paul Pierce from heyday from the Celtics. I mean, it, the list went on and on, and I couldn't sign any of them. As I ended up because I, I I was going through team by team trying to find. I was like, who's yeah. going to sign these guys? Who's going to sign them? 
And I started offering them all one year, like, you know, $5 million deals. And they were like, I'm insulted by this. I'm insulted by this. I don't want to sign with your your team. And then Tracy McGrady goes and signs a one year, $547,000 deal with some stupid team. And I'm like, wait a minute. I offered you five million. No, yes, yes, the season did start. Okay, but so there, <laughs> I was say we can get real in the weeds uh, on two K season exploits if you want. You know me. <laughs> well, You've seen the well, shit that I pull. I know, I know, I know. I, I've learned all, all of my tricks from you, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I get in there, and I, I even after the season starts, I was still unable to sign any players. And Shaq somehow, I, Memphis magically cleared some cap space. I have no idea how. I think the game was just lying to me. And they signed him to a max deal. So Shaq ended up on Memphis. And I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm going to play this other game. <laughs> like, that was it. Like, I was like, I was like nah, nah. Because it's funny because it was, it, like, Shaq was coming up on his contract, and it was funny because, like, every other, like, superstar, except for, like, McGrady and him were like, nah, I'm signing with my old team, I'm loyal. But, like, Shaq and Shaq, he's like, nah, I'm going someplace else. <laughs> so, Memphis. Goes, that's, that's how my, that's how NBA 2K16 retired in my, in my eyes. Shaq went to Memphis, yeah. and I gave up. Well, I, I told you how I ended mine, and, and Tim, I'll fill you in on this. I don't think I let you know. I did the uh, Sean's Crazy Magic uh, roster. Yeah, it's I did fun. His crazy historic. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. It's especially awesome when you trade almost your entire roster for second round draft picks in the draft to clear up the cap space to sign LeBron James <laughs> along with Shaq and Penny Hardaway. <laughs> and and, nice. and and I also landed the number one pick in the draft, so I got Ben Simmons too. Uh, long story short, this ended on the last season that I actually played it. The team went seventy-eight and four and went sixteen and zero in the playoffs. So I just went, you know what? We're just going to shut this thing down because I can't do any better. That's right. You can literally right. not do any better than that right now. Right. Um, you, so, I mean, I, I was able to free, free up the forty gigs on the system. Right. I still have my free copy, courtesy of PlayStation Plus. Yep. So if I, I, I can always go back to it, but. Ugh, yeah, it just stops being fun. Do you remember, uh, like... the prelude, download it. Do you remember, like, how stupid franchise mode used to be with that? Not, like, as far as gameplay or anything, but, like, trades that would happen, like... Kobe Bryant traded to the Phoenix Suns. You're like, that's dumb. Why would that happen? And you're like, you see the deal, and it's like, for Rajah Bell, and you're like, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the crazy thing. Especially given, like, how bizarre... The uh, trade system is in the, the old 2K games for the Dreamcast and everything. Because uh, I actually fired up 2K1 uh, maybe nice. two or three months ago. And I was like, let me try and rebuild this Bulls team into something good. And fuck, I don't, I don't, remember, I don't, remember, the, I don't remember the trade, but it somehow involved Ron Mercer and I got Dirk. And it just like didn't make any sense, but the team got real good. And I think I may have ended up with Patrick Ewing accidentally. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but yeah, like the, the 2K trade system's evolved a lot, especially like the deeper it's gotten with the, with the picks, the leveling team interest and things like that. But for, for those listening, whoever wants want to know how to clear a lot of cap space trade anyone you do not want to keep for second round draft picks during the draft because every team will always bite on the trade always that is the that is the biggest salary dump exploit on the game always yep. and it Sorry. works and it's worked since i've been playing since 2k7 yeah, or actually, since well, it's, I mean, yeah, because I mean, two K, two K one, it doesn't count. But yeah, but I mean, you think about it though. I mean, in the if, modern if era, 
if if a team was really gonna like start dumping off, say say the Nets were gonna start, you know, dropping off players like you know like Jeremy Lin, they were gonna give him away for a second round pick, and he had ten million dollars. People are gonna make that deal. Yeah. So I mean, it it is realistic, but it it's it's funny like when we do our crazy trade exploit, you know, just to you know run yeah. that one through, you know. Yeah, they, they they fixed a lot of it in 2K11 because 2K10 was the last like real crazy year you could pull shit off because we had there was a chain of command that you would do to uh, for the Bulls to pack <laughs> yes, and Tyrus yes. Thomas. You you would take Kirk Heinrich and Tyrus Thomas and you could trade them to the Raptors for Bosch and then trade Bosch to the Suns for Amare. And that yes. Stoudemire was like way overpowered in the game too. So like you could just incrementally like do like, oh, I made this crazy stupid trade, so I could do this one other stupid trade to get this guy for this guy. And yeah. they really fixed the shit out of that the following year. My favorite was always the uh, the exploit where when a player would wave his no trade clause or what. Thanks for listening to the Corner 3 Podcast, weekly tales of the NBA's hardwood from the suburbs of Cincinnati. Be sure to add us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and check out our brand new website at thecorner3.net.